0: hello and
1: welcome back or welcome for the first time to playtime my name is andrew barnett i am a child therapist who lives and works in beautiful Asheville, north carolina and this is a special episode of playtime i am self-publishing a book titled on sharing And wanted to provide this recording as an accompaniment to the book. And I wanted to make this for parents or for mental health professionals or for whoever it is that might be using this book with the aim ultimately not of providing something that you can do with children necessarily, not trying to give something that you are trying to teach children necessarily, but merely offering some additional empathy and perspective on the text. Here is a situation that I noticed, which is outlined in the book, but which was my inspiration for writing this book. I noticed that quite often children in, say, the range of the terrible twos that we talk about when children start saying no a lot, is that they learn to walk and they're walking around and in that process they begin to do things that they're not supposed to do and touch things that they're not supposed to touch and grab things and break things and all kinds of stuff like that and these children are often told about the things that they grab and touch and break that those things weren't theirs and they shouldn't be touching those things and they shouldn't touch things that aren't theirs and that they need to respect other people's property these same children then acquire their own items and have things and then when other children come over or their siblings try to use their things or adults try to use their things, they're told that sharing is something that people do and that is a value that parents want their children to have and that it's better to share and to learn how to share than not to share. And I don't have any problem with that value in particular, I do wish like many of us probably do, that we lived in a world where sharing was more of the norm than the exception. Right now, I'm recording this in my apartment, in an apartment building that has nine apartments inside of it. I know a few people in my building. I don't know everyone. There's nothing that we share as a building. All of us have our own objects that we have, whether that's cleaning things and vacuum cleaners and kitchen things and all the different objects that go into owning a home that are used sometimes but not all the time. But we live in a world where we all have our own individual objects that even if, say, I use my vacuum cleaner a tiny 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 fraction of the time, I should probably use it more often anyway, (laughs) but even if I did use it more often, I wouldn't be using it every day by any means, and I wouldn't be using it every other day by any means. But we all still need to have our own vacuum cleaners, because we don't share items. We live in a world of private property, and as adults, we do respect other people's private property. We don't expect other people to share their property with us, even if it's something that we value, at least in the community that I live in. And I know that there are a multitude of communities around the world that live by different standards, but in the community that I live in, everyone has their own stuff. And yet, we hold children to a different expectation. We don't allow them to have the same relationship with their things that we as adults have with our things, and that puts children into a difficult position. I have certainly seen children on many occasions who, when someone comes up to them, To use one of their things and they grab one of their things that could be another child that could be an adult could be anyone that child says that's mine that's mine you can't touch that that's mine and what they're doing in that instance is merely repeating what they've been told about objects that they've touched that are other people's that they've been told that they're not supposed to touch. They're following the same rules and standards that they have internalized about the world. I have complete faith that if you live in a home or you live in a community where everything is everyone's, more or less, and people share things all the time, and children are allowed to use things that are you know, adult things or other children's things and there's a free flow of objects without any possession, the children would be able to go along with that. But if we are expecting them to respect other people's property and respect other people's items, or at least respect some items that are other people's, then it doesn't seem crazy to say that we owe those children that same level of respect and that when they get upset and say no that's mine when someone else tries to grab an item from them they are not doing that from a place of being vindictive they're not doing that because they're being a bad boy or a bad girl and they don't want to share what they are doing is they are attempting to live out the same relationship with their items that other people they know and other adults they know have with their own items, and that feels important to pass on. Obviously, we all, or at least most of us—I can say we all—have values, have ways that we would like the world to be, and have ways that we would like ourselves to be. At times, we can attempt to pass these values on to our children, and sharing is goes into that category where we can expect them to live out these values in a way that if we're introspective, and if we really think and feel about it, we don't do that ourselves. And I believe wholeheartedly that if we attempt to live out those values, and take a hard look at ourselves, and in the way that we relate, and then if we do live out those values as much as we can, and have that as our aim, and have that as our goal, is not to try to put a child into the position of living out these values, but actually living them out ourselves, that that is contagious, and that can be passed on to our children, and that can be passed on to our children in a way that is respectful of their experience, is not critical of the way that they're doing things, but is merely providing them with a role model, and with a path that they can walk through witnessing us as adults and us living out our values. And I think a big part of that can start with trying to take a bird's eye view of the situation. And when a child is doing something that we don't like or that we think is, uh, you know, if, if a child says that, no, that's mine, and they don't want to share, and we think, oh, that's, like a, that's a nasty thing that they just did. I don't like that my child just talked that way or just said that. And if in those moments we can pull back And have a larger perspective and be able to name with that child in that moment or later on that ah so i noticed for you child that you have some things that you don't want to share with others i also have things as an adult that i don't want to share with other people and i respect your right to share what you want to share and not share what you don't want to share and maybe we can even sit down together And I can show you what things of mine I'm comfortable with sharing with some people and what things of mine I'm comfortable sharing with you. And then I can also show you what things of mine that I don't want to share with you that are just mine alone as an adult. And then we can also take a look at your things. And we can take a look at the things that you don't mind sharing with other people or with some people. Maybe there's some things that you feel comfortable sharing with me. Maybe there are some things that you feel comfortable sharing with your siblings or your friends. And then there are other things that you want to just be yours. That's your object alone. And you could still choose to share that object, but then I would know. And maybe everyone in this house would know. That you've got some possessions that you don't want us to touch, and we can respect that. If we are going to continue to live in a world with private property, and we are, you know, that's what we're doing, then children need to be provided with the opportunity to develop their own personal relationship to their own property, and their own relationship to other people, and other people interacting with the things that they have. Sharing is hard, and sharing is hard for children. But that's not because sharing is, like, naturally hard for all humans inside of the human experience. But as I've already said before, children hear no, that's not yours a lot. And if they're going to hear that a lot, then they also need the opportunity to say that themselves. And thank you for listening to this companion, to on sharing. I've got a link up for purchasing copies of the book. It should be in the description of the episode. And you can also check out my website, barnettchildtherapy.com. If you'd like to contact me for any reason, this book or this recording brought something up for you, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, my email is uh, barnettchildtherapy, that's my last name, B-A-R-N-E-T-T, Therapy at gmail.com. And